Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You're listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast, a Texas Tech athletics podcast where food and sports clash at the goal line. Here are your hosts, Spencer and Michael. All right, what is up, everybody? Welcome into an instant reaction podcast for the 23 Personnel Podcast. I'm your host, Spencer, joined by Michael. Michael, what's going on, man? Hey, uh, just trying to figure out what the heck it is we just saw. Yeah, um, we were, I guess, uh, a little bit more confident that uh, your offense would look a little bit better. Um, I I do think that what you saw from the NC State offense is is about what we what we would have expected. Um, you ended up gifting them so much in field possession. You gave them a pick six. Like again, I think you gave up like thirteen points. Um, but at least those those first few field goals, and then one of the scores, uh, non pick six where they were on short fields. Um, it was uh, the one in the fourth quarter where you failed to convert on, on fourth down, and it was a 38-yard play, and that was it. But they, uh, the, the first score of the game for NC State was after a muffed punt. But, I mean, like, I, I, I do and I don't hate to be that guy, but, like, I don't know what kind of possession – the referees need to see, but like when Drew Hokut is laying on the ground for 30 seconds and then gets dogpiled, like blow the freaking play dead, man. Like the, the, the reason NC state came away with the ball there is because you allowed play to continue after possession had been secured. Anyways, there was yeah. that, there were, there were some other weird things that happened, uh, officiating wise in both directions, like plays that maybe could have been called or reviewed that weren't, um, you got probably the, the benefit of a um, roughing penalty against, or that was against uh, Donovan Smith. I mean, it got you three yards, and and mm-hmm. put you in just that much better of a position for him to, to rush in a touchdown. But um, I think the biggest thing besides the the turnovers, which we talked about on the the pregame show this morning, was um. You know, if you were able to figure out this defense, which in the four times you faced it with this this current, uh, uh, whether it was Kingsbury or when when Kitley was on staff too, like they just could never figure out the Tony Gibson defense. Uh, it happened again tonight. Like you you were able to move the ball, but they they got pressure on you at weird times. Um, but like statistically, like as we go through the stats here, you're gonna be like. How the hell did Texas Tech lose this game? And especially by 13 points. You gave up 270 total yards. 159 pass yards, 111 rushing yards. 
You held them to 6 of 16 on third downs, 4.4 yards per play, 3 yards per carry. Um, the, the, the issue, though, was the turnovers. You, you, you had four turnovers uh, to their one. Um, and I guess one of them wasn't really that big of a deal. It was there in, in garbage time when everybody's favorite third-string quarterback, Baron Morton, came in to throw another interception. I don't get why people still call for him like, Baron Morton needs to play. He's the highest-rated quarterback. Like, Guys, listen, he was the third-string quarterback for two different coaching staffs. Just chill on that, okay? Like, he's not playing because he's third-string quarterback. Okay, he's not changing well, anything. The, the the whole decision to have him out there baffles me. Just why would you put him out there anyway? It, it, all it is is going to fuel this entire discourse for a, an entire week before Texas comes to town. I, I don't know what good that did unless you're going to start him against Texas. If, if you're – but I, what, I'm, I'm unsure that the strategy behind putting him out there with two minutes left to run two drives – and yeah, I mean, he threw it behind that receiver, and definitely missed missed him. But it's just he he did he looked better than he did against Murray State, if that's any any help. But man, I I don't like feeding into the the entire fan base's ravenous you know response to any sort of uh, bad quarterback play, and that's exactly what this did. Like, okay, well. Let's let's just let's put the third string guy out there, and then he did just well enough. That there's going to be people for the rest of the week. We'll see. Yeah, well, that's who should be starting. It's just it's just madness. Yeah, there was that, and there was some of the uh, the time management things that were being questioned, especially on the broadcast. Um, just weird things yes. happening there at the end. Like, what? Why is why is McGuire taking all of his timeouts with a minute to go and not like seven minutes to go? Yeah. Um, so and that last drive killed six minutes and 45 seconds off the clock. I mean, the, the last um, NC State drive. Yeah, before. Not, yeah. The, not the last one, I'm sorry. But but yeah, the, the one before Morton came in for his first series, that, that was almost seven minutes off the clock. Not a timeout was called that whole time. I, I didn't get that either. Yeah. So the first half was 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 pretty frustrating. And then. Uh, you had um, you know, a couple of productive and efficient drives there to end the first half. Uh, so much so that like at the half, your your the stats at half, um, man, they were like you were like what what are we what are we doing? Like we we should be ahead of this game because um, you you held them to 108 yards. Um, you had 136 yourself. They had only, you know, it was 70 rushing yards and 38 passing yards. Um, 3.9 yards per play. Time of possession was, a, you had a minute and a half more than they did. But you had those two turnovers. One was that muffed punt. And then you had an interception. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, interception. Um, they, they, were, they were able to disrupt Donovan Smith enough. And and again, I'm I'm not going to put all that on, on him, right? Like this is his sixth career start. Uh, what like third true road game um, against a really live atmosphere there 
and and, and mm-hmm. Raleigh. Like that was it was not like a like he didn't walk into to Fort Worth and like that was his you know his his road, but his road start. Um, like again, statistics don't win you the game, right? Like we, we can't say, oh, but you, you look what you did total yards or passing yards or whatever. Um, you just you gave a really bad offense way too many opportunities and way too many short fields. And yes. like, I, I, I hate to, to be like, like getting up on my second soapbox here, but for at least the second and maybe not the third straight coaching staff in a row, the special teams coach has no freaking clue what he's doing. Like I get, he's a good friend with McGuire, but the fact that our, our, our kick returners aren't calling for fair catches and getting the free yards and, and giving, field position away or giving possessions away is mind-numbingly stupid like a dummy like a physical fake body that they use in in in, in car crash testing could fill out that position better than what we've seen i just don't understand why we don't fair catch anything why we don't even catch a punt most times Blows well, my the, the, the the kick returns it, that that's killed me too because you know our longest kick return was twenty five yards, and I think that was returned at the one or something or the twenty eight, and then I think there was a penalty that negated it. I can't keep up with all of it, so it, it opens up the door to have a special teams penalty on top of it. So if if you just fair catch the thing, then you end up in the same damn spot you're going to end up in the first place, and you're not going to risk somebody getting hurt. You're not. I mean, I feel like we've been saying this shit for three years, and nobody's gonna nobody's gonna do it any differently. Yeah, you had fair catch it, man. You know, don't don't force Nehemiah Martinez to run into eight brick walls to get the exact exact same point. You're going to start your drive on the exact same spot. You had five and, kick and possibly returns. have a holding penalty. Yeah. Five kick returns for 98 yards, just under 20 yards an average on a kick return. When if you put your hand up and catch the ball, you get 25 yards. I, I, and like it's it's free. They're free yards, man. Like you, yeah. you mentioned it. They're the, the longest of each one of the returners. Xavier White, 24 yards. Nehemiah Martinez, 25 yards. Uh, yeah. Punt returns. Two punt returns for six yards. And of course, you had the the, the turnover there. And I, I want to be like, I want to give a little grace to Hokut. I mean, it's not like he's a true freshman, but this was his first game out there. Like, you just, I mean, I, I, I didn't, I didn't have the glaring issues w- with Hokut where, where like he'd call off the 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 coverage team or the return team, and then like then stand there over the ball, like Fry would do. And yeah. I really do truly believe like. Yeah, he muffed that first punt, but he fell on top of it. Like, and then for whatever reason, the the referee with a B—I don't know what position that is—was two yards away, staring at him, and just let the play continue. It was like you just you just allowed him to be physically assaulted, essentially. <laughs> like that man had possession of the ball, and then five NC State defenders jumped on him and ripped it away from him. I don't know. So special teams um, all the way around for, for whatever reason, McNamara was, was not his, his usual self. Like there were some punts that were um, well short of his usual. Uh, Brian Jensen, he mentioned like, 
I don't know if the air is just thicker here or what. Like the ball just isn't <laughs> carrying like like it like it used to, or like it should. Um, he did have one bad kind of a shank punt. Um, but special teams tonight so far this season have been subpar. Um, again, ultimately, I think you just gave like a good defense, but a really shitty offense, way too many opportunities with a really short field. Yes. Uh, and you well, just and, couldn't and overcome tech held him. Tech was able to hold him, you know, to, to, to get the ball on the, on, you know, TTU's 13 yard line and be held to a field goal. I mean, hats off to the defense for doing that on, on NC state's second possession, you know, but their only touchdown drives was when they got the ball on text 43 or text 38. So to your point, if they'd have been able to, um, you know, get better or, or worse field position, if the special teams or even the offense, whatever, whoever was, was responsible in those cases, the defense was just stuck with short fields. Yeah. The, the, and, and they held them as much as they could, but you know, it, it, they weren't able to the, the entire game. So they allowed 20 points and 20 points on the road that should win you a ball game with the exception of the of the drive that went 90 yards and ended with a, a fumble out of the end zone every single one of their scoring drives which i guess like the fumble doesn't count as a scoring drive but every single scoring drive started in plus territory the first field yes. goal they went seven plays one yard second field goal Six plays, 26 yards. The touchdown, four plays, 43 yards. Punt, half, punt, fumble, but it was 14 plays, 90 yards. Touchdown after they took over on downs, one play, 38 yards. This offense did nothing. You had one drive where they were actually able to do something. And miraculously, like you bowed up and took the ball at the one yard line. Yeah. Um, like that was a hell of a play. Was was that rabbit on that? That was one? rabbit. That like he punched yeah. it out at the one ball, um, very quickly bounces in and out of the end zone. I was like, hey, that's a touchback. The that's the right. referee yeah. there that saw it threw a flag first. Like, oh well, no, there's not a penalty. And when I they, know. <laughs> when what they was came the flag on, for? well, they, they they came on. The guy said it was an inadvertent flag. He meant to grab his bean bag to 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 indicate a change of possession. I was like, oh okay, okay, good. So that, there wasn't a penalty there, but. I mean, my goodness, like you're, I, it, it feels weird to say like on, on a game where your defense, like when the, your opposing team scores 27 points and you lose by two scores, but again, your defense, 270 total yards against a top 15 opponent on the road, like at their house and live environment, like you should be winning that game. Yeah. 20 points given up on defense. You should be winning that game. So. Yeah, um, it was it was it was a uh, very frustrating game. It was one of the, it was one where Tech just shot themselves in the foot over and over. But you do have to credit NC State to some extent on defensively, and you did. I mean, you you opened the the podcast tonight talking about how confused they that, that our offense seemed to be by uh, this defense, and and they would. I mean, you know, two seconds before the snap all those linemen would shift and the, the linebackers would either scoot up or back off. And, and you just, I think it threw everything off for everybody. And yeah, they, they brought it too. They had the athletes too. Yeah. But, and and uh, we, we talked about in our preview, like 
gives him acts disguises coverages. Um, he brought more blitzes and pressure in this game than he has so far this season. Um, your your offensive line, I think, unfortunately, is is kind of confirming the the concerns we had preseason. Like this is going to be your weakest unit, uh, and teams are are starting to figure it out and exploit it. They're, they're getting tape on it and how to how to defeat it. Um, and I mean. I, I I hate to say it, but like, without a better line, like what you're seeing from Smith may be like the ceiling. Like he's not, you know, he's not the 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 veteran here that that can really overcome and 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 um make up for for subpar offensive line play just yet. Because when he gets pressure in his face, his his decision making kind of regresses, and you see some some inaccurate and sometimes bad throws. Um, you, you see some, some maddening sacks that he takes when like, you feel like he should feel that pressure coming. Um, you saw some, some missed uh, pass protection picked up by, by, by the running backs, like two rushers just blew past uh, Sir Roderick Thompson. I don't think he even made an attempt to touch either one of them. Um, so like the, the, the pressure that teams are able to get, certainly going to be a concern moving forward and uh, how your offense is going to be able to operate because if teams are able to do this week in week out, I mean, as great as, as the offense, the potential could be like with pressure, this, this may not be, you know, the best thing, obviously. I, I hate to be like captain obvious here. Like if you can't, you can't throw the ball, your offense is going to suck. If you can't open up running lanes, I mean, you average 2.1 yards per carry tonight. Um, yeah, they weren't. They weren't doing anything. They weren't allowing him to do anything. And it, it seemed like Kitley all of a sudden completely abandoned that, trying to run the ball. At one point, I remember. I think Smith was just throwing a pass almost every, uh, every play. And a friend of mine mentioned. He said, it, it, "I think on one of those last drives that were, where Smith threw his his last interception. Uh, it was obviously four down territory because you have to try to score." But every single pass play was to try to get a first down. And if it's four down territory, you don't need that. Why don't you just get three yards, get four yards, get seven, get just, just try to, you know, you don't have to move the chains every single time. Um, and of course they got to a point where they had to, and he, he threw that pick, but all of it was falling apart. You know, the, the line wasn't doing their part receivers were not doing their part. Uh, I'm unsure if price kind of held up on that route or if he was blocked a little bit by the, the defender. Um, you know, the, there were a couple of catchable balls that Smith threw that just were not caught. And he just, you know, his stats look bad. You've got, he's 21 of 36, 58%, 214 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions, one, one, a pick six. So, his stats look bad. Uh, I'd like to rewatch this game a little bit and, and try to see how bad it was because I mean, it, it's so hard to tell they just zoom in on the line. So I, I really don't know what the receivers are doing out there, but I, I want to see if it, if it's as bad as the stats kind of show, because it's it sure watching it in person. It kind of seemed like it, it seemed like he was just unable to find anybody or, one option would shut down and then he just wouldn't know where to go after that. 
just the whole offense looked off the entire game. Yeah, it did. Um, so I, I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm mad and I'm not like, I'm frustrated and, and like I'm under understanding in, in some respects because like there, there were opportunities in this game where it should have been closer. Right. Or you should have been yes. in a much better position. Um, and then some of the, our, our concerns were, were, were confirmed. Right. So you're like, well, I mean, if, if this is who we are. Um, but it's also, you know, like it's, it's, probably unrealistic to think like game three and under new coach to be able to go on the road to a top 15 environment uh, and be able to play a perfect game. Like it's just not, not sustainable to, 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 to have those kind of expectations. Like you can't think this team is going to go out there and have a perfect game or a great game every day. Um, and that, that's certainly okay to not have the best game. Like it's not, we're not expecting perfection, but there were opportunities where we're like, yeah, but like we don't have to give them, the extra opportunities either um like had 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 smith struggled offensively uh without the turnovers like had they just been denying open receivers or um stuffing the run like which which they did and and you you ended the game you're like well we had 350 yards but we just weren't able to move the ball like it just like those were spread out over 20 possessions or whatever it was it's one thing but it's like man those were uh (laughs) Like you left there, like the offense, like was frustrated. Like it, you were frustrated most of the night, but also you felt like we 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 could have done better. Um, yes. So it's it's one of those things. Like it's it's hard to say. Like, well, was it was it the defense or was it us or it's it's both, right? Um. So I, I want to address uh, two things really quickly. One, there was, um, I mean, it's it, it's perfectly fine for for people to 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 express their, their frustration, which is fine. Cause we're, we're doing that now. We're, we're taking our platform and expressing our frustration about what happened tonight. But th- th- there was a, there was an interaction on Twitter. I don't, I don't know if you saw Michael, um, but no, guy, no, I've, I've been pretty offline today, so I haven't seen much. There was a, there was a guy that, that, that came into our mentions. Uh, he called McGuire a high school coach. I was like, well, I mean, yeah, he did coach in high school like six years ago. Um, basically asserted that the quarterback situation was the way it was because of racism. I was like, well, that's the quickest way to get blocked. Um, so <laughs> yeah. one, don't, don't come at, don't, don't, don't come at us with like claims of racism here. Like that's not what's happening. Uh, and, and it's weird that you would claim that where like the white coach is giving the benefit to the black quarterback and not the white quarterback that's sitting behind them. Like it, your, your, your stance there makes absolutely zero sense calling him a high school coach. It's like, you're just trying to find a way to put down our, our coach. Um, anyways, one, that's stupid Two, you all know that like how, how, how I feel about people calling for, for Morton, like guys, please understand. Like I, I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt to the coaching staff that sees these guys day in and day out. I'm going to continue to say, especially with this being the second group of coaches that have had this same rotation of quarterbacks. Baron Morton right now is the third string quarterback and he's there for a reason. Calling for him to come in is going to provide nothing to benefit this team. Because if he could benefit this team, if he could play better than Donovan Smith, 
I trust the, the, the coaching staff to put him in that position, not to have him come in with a minute to go in the game to preserve Smith from getting hit there late because both teams were obviously playing out the rest of the game. Like there was no, I'm going to kneel down and just run out the clock. So there's that. And obviously the other soapbox is just catch the dang punts, man. <laughs> field, field kicks, field things coming off uh, feet and toes. Catch a punt. Just catch them. Fair, fair catch the, the, the kickoffs. Um, anyways, is there anything else you want to, to touch on tonight before we, we wrap this up, Michael? Not a whole lot, man. I mean, I, I think, I think you covered most of it. This, uh, on paper, Tech did just, they did enough, especially on defense to win this game. And then the offense just couldn't hold up their end of it. And to only come away with 54 rushing yards, on 26 attempts. Oof. Now, yeah. some of those are going to be uh, hurries and sacks on Donovan Smith. He's he's credited with 11 attempts, and I don't right. think he ran the ball 11 times, but it was 11 so attempts for not, minus nine yards. Right. So just if if you take well, if you take Morton out of it too, because he's credited two for 20, so that that almost kind of evens it out. That was you had, a couple uh, of those were kind of garbage time ones. Uh, so really, you're you're yeah. running backs 13 for 43. Goodness gracious. I mean, if, if these guys can't find room to run, if you can't find a, a place for, you know, Taj Brooks to get through or Sir Roderick or whoever is, is back there, it's going to be a long season. Well, and Sir Roderick Thompson's is that line. Like it doesn't, it's not that bad. Nine carries for 39 yards. It's four and a, almost four and a half yards a carry. It's, it's 4.3 yards per carry. Like, that's not great, but you'll take that kind of production. Taj Brooks only getting four carries tonight kind of yeah. raises an eyebrow. Four carries, four yards. Well, and I think some of Sir Roderick's were some – I want. do they count that um, some of those pitches where uh, Smith was blocking for him? Is I, I, those I heard on the radio, so I didn't understand for sure if that was a pass or if that was a handoff or what. Well, I guess it kind of depends on which way the ball was leaving uh, Smith's hand, whether it was going backwards or forwards. Because Todd Brooks did get – he's the leading receiver tonight with five receptions for 44 yards, or at least leading in terms of receptions. He, well, see, he, that's bizarre too. Like, Jerron Bragley was targeted eight times tonight and had two catches. For 14 I mean, yards. There's, yeah, there's stuff like that going – Tech had 25 catches tonight to 11 receivers. Nobody was going. Nobody was getting anything going. You know, Miles Price is probably the closest true receiver that had anything going, aside from maybe Martinez. I I, I don't know how to fix it. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how to, I, how to get the ball in these guys' hands and and to make sure that they can catch it, and make a play. I don't I don't quite know how to feel because I don't I don't know the the routes called or, or what right. what was that was happening, but this feels like. This has happened in almost the exact same scenario two weeks in a row. Late in the game, Miles Price gives up on a route that ends up getting intercepted. Yeah. And that one, I mean, this one, I, I feel like he was kind of blocked a little bit by the defender, but oh well, that was like Don Williams pointed out on Twitter. You know, that was a fourth down play. And and then there was a taunting penalty from the jackass that caught the interception. Well, taunting he, our like, taunting yeah. our bench. Well, cause he, our bench. <laughs> he caught the ball, but then went to the ground and then ran 50 yards. Like, dude, yeah. what are you doing? 
I don't know. And so, you know, catching the ball already put the NC State offense 10 yards further back if if he would have just batted it down. And then, of course, he got the penalty, too. So good job. Good job on you. Um, I said I, I wanted to touch on two things. I've got two, two more things I want to do before we wrap up. Malik Dunlap, my goodness, in his game, yes. first game back home, playing in front of his old team, um, did not disappoint. He was a bright spot on defense. Um, past defense, man, like he was not letting his guy catch anything. Um, so kudos to him. And then, yeah, he had four pass breakups. Yeah, that's huge, man. Yeah. Um, and then obviously we want to give our, you know, our thoughts and prayers to a, a, a full recovery, uh, following whatever treatment that Bryce, Rob, Bryce Ramirez is going to receive. Um, those that watch the game understand that like very obviously that was a broken leg. Um, like it was, yeah, that was, I was as bad as, as the Louisville basketball player was in in the tournament a few years ago. They showed one replay of it and you were like, Oh my God, that's, that's, that may be bone that we're looking at. That was, Oh my goodness. I had no idea. It was, I mean, I knew it was bad. Uh, I was, I was driving, and so I heard, you know, I, I listened to the first half. So that's why some of this I'm not completely caught up on yet. And I need to watch the rest of it. So I'll watch the second half. But so, yeah, the, even the radio broadcast of that was excruciating just because you could. I mean, they did a fine job. It's not that it was just. You just knew how bad it was. They were able to convey it. They were able to do it in a way that didn't, you know, glorify it or make it grotesque or anything. But the way they described it was just enough to where you're going, Oh my gosh. And you know, they're talking about all the people that were out there anyway. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Ramirez. I mean, my goodness. I, I, I hope, I hope you're doing all right tonight and I hope you're back on your feet soon because, because that sounded like a really, really brutal injury. Yeah. I, I would assume, um, that, that w- with him going to that the hospital there in town, that they were going to do surgery there tonight. I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't because of how badly that 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 injury, how badly well, broken it was. Yeah, and I, I'm unsure what the TV broadcast showed or shared, but uh, the radio guys, it, it looked like they were hooking up an IV to him on the field and just trying to. I mean, I don't know. They were probably trying to manage blood flow and make sure everything's okay. It, it was so serious that I think they were worried about arterial arterial damage or whatever the medical word is. I'm, I'm not a doctor. Um, but, but yeah, Bryce Ramirez, man, hang in there, but that's, that's just unreal. Yeah. So with that, um, I, I, I don't want to get into like what, what else is going on in the big, big 12. That was a couple of your, your upcoming opponents not doing so hot tonight either, but we'll get fully into that on the preview show next week. Um, Texas, I'm sure they're going to end up beating UTSA, but they were struggling with them at home. Um, for Michael, I'm Spencer. We're going to wrap this up uh, in our post-game instant reaction. Texas Tech falls 27-14 to NC State on the road. We'll be back at home versus the Longhorns next week. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast. Help us out by subscribing, rating the show, and leaving a review. Follow us on Twitter at 23Personnel, Spencer at Punt Suck, and Michael at Michael underscore LBK. Be sure to catch the next episode. And until then, guns up and let the tortillas fly.